Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we have everyone in studio and beer, at least in the same state. He couldn't make it into studio today, but it's still good to see him. We have a full packed episode. A lot of stuff happened in the sport world, which is great. Uh, Bucks win. Good for them, I guess. Uh, at least it wasn't Green Bay. Uh, we got a full timeout for you. We have the Taboo Tuesday that we didn't talk about last week because Nick wasn't here. We're going to bring that up. And then for timeout, or for the rank, we have another fan suggestion from Matt, which is our favorite movie scenes of all time. Without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the, uh, from the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. Okay, guys, welcome back. Uh, we're good to go, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry. Yo. Uh, welcome back. Um, like I said, we're all in studio and in the same state. So let's start off with how our week was with the person who missed last week. Nick, how have you been? My week was great. I quit my job. That's a good Woo! week. That's a good Congratulations, week. Congratulations, man. That's a good week. I'm officially unemployed uh, for, you know, <laughs> for a, a, week. a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, I start my new job August 2nd, so yesterday was my last day at my job. Uh, I I managed to do a couple hours of work, and then I just sat around for several hours, and I was like, I'm not going to start anything new because I'm not going to finish it. Uh, so that was fun. Um, felt good to be done with that and put a cap on everything, and I don't have to worry about it anymore. Um, played golf today with my dad. Uh, shot a 98, so I'm, all right. I'm, feeling, I'm feeling all right. Hit some good shots, hit some good drives. Um, I'm next week... I've got a bachelor party um, in Michigan. I'm playing 36 holes one day at Acadia Bluffs with with a bunch of people who are like scratch golfers. So cool. I got to be on my A game a little bit. So I'm going to take the next week to hit the uh, driving range like every day, which will be good. And um, Careful with the blisters. Yeah, it yeah. should be okay. I got strong hands. You got to do I, the, I, I uh, on him, you know? what's from the office. He hits a thousand oh, balls the night before he just ruins <laughs> yeah. himself. Exactly. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of hanging out. It was funny too, cause I, I, my first job, I quit in June of 2019 and then I played golf with my dad at the same golf course we played at today. And it was like almost two years ago, exactly mm. today. I mean, Whoa. he's like, you're unemployed again. I was like, yeah, last time we were here, I was unemployed as well. <laughs> it was like very weird. I only played this place. Coincidence. I'm unemployed. Yeah. So it's a tradition now. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Anytime I quit my job, I got to play legacy Hills in LaPorte, Indiana. Dad, bring out the clubs. I got news for you. <laughs> <laughs> How do I say this? But uh, book a tea time at Legacy Hills. Uh, so, yeah. That's I'm awesome, man. Pretty Congratulations. Good. Thank you. That's Thank so you. good to hear. Yep. I'm looking forward to the new job. Okay. Let's head over here. You want a popcorn? Popcorn, up? Johnny. <clears throat> Not quite as exciting, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I guess the only kind of exciting thing was I went to Volley Volleywood on Saturday. Which is um, that EDM festival that they have on North Ave Beach? Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, nice. Just eight hours of music. And I like that. That's it for you. Like, yeah, nothing too special. I went to a music festival. Like, <laughs> yeah, eight hours. How of dope music. is your life that you're like, you know, and I just this is what I do. That's pretty nice, Mystery man. Dragon. Yeah, no, <laughs> no uh, I'm Secret, Secret Dragon. Secret Dragon. What are you guys again? 
I, he's has, Father has, Dragon. Has, you're has, Secret Dragon. I don't think we have names. Uh, no, be, you and Beer definitely have one. Somebody was like El, Elder Dragon. Well, yeah, you're Elder Dragon or Father Dragon. <laughs> no, I'm Father, but somebody else was Elder. I don't know. Anyways, it was a, it was a great time. Um, and the league doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, the dragons are yeah. a thing. The dragons mm. are done. But boy, yeah. do we burn bright. <laughs> <laughs> Very briefly, yeah, we keep their memory alive. We are their official podcast, so yeah, it's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess really nothing else. Okay. Yeah, not that exciting. Um, I'm excited to see beer tomorrow. That's gonna be a very fun weekend. So popcorn beer. So can you guys hear me? <laughs> yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. First, it's it's catching all of my recording is catching everything you guys is saying too. So like, I'm trying to get my brother to bring me headphones. So like, that's first. But I can also mm. record right now and like just say my answer while my brother gets me these. So so my weekend was good. I made ribs, and they were the best ribs I've ever. Yeah, you Whoa. did. Those look that was so good barbecue good. porn you just sent. You sent that to the group chat, and I was like, God damn, sex. Yeah, passion. <laughs> it, it was it was cool. It was really cool because my grandma cut down her cherry tree at her at her place in Wisconsin. I went there, or like my dad came by and like brought me cherry wood, and like this was the first time I I was using it, and it like definitely made a difference. Like more than almost any other wood that I've used, I could taste the sweetness in the ribs. And then I didn't I did it my way, which is like more of a dry rub, and it was like crackly and like it wasn't had like a bark to it almost so it was different than like your typical like your like wet ribs it was like a dry saucy ribs, ribs. Mm-hmm. it was do you like more fall, fall off the bone or like the st louis style what is st louis style st louis style is like where you bite it and then like all stays on yeah i like, I like, I like both man both are so good <laughs> i was gonna say i can't i think i prefer baby back more than st louis style because dude there's something like when you just when you, you take, take a bite, but like, then you just have a clean one. Yeah, that's nice. That had to be done, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Is that how you make them? Beer. So, like, I've made them a couple different ways. Like, there's the there's the wet style, which is like you use baby back ribs and like you wrap them and you put like sauce in the wrap and you put it back on the grill so it like kind of cooks in the sauce and everything. I've made those and those are really good. They're just so tender. Everything, like the bone, just you can mm. really pull it out. It's great. Um, I really do like. I think the more like it kind of stays in the bone, but still, it was still so tender. Like I could just pull it off, but it was like, it was like the bark was crunchy. It, it was like really good, a really good rub on it. I didn't use any sauce at all afterwards, so it was just like, it was so good. And then we it's made it all week. Texture, yeah. yeah. Even Jenny liked that it, and really that's good. like a good sign. So, oh wow, yeah. Jenny stamp of approval. I think that might be the biggest compliment you can give to anyone cooking. They're like, I don't even have to put sauce on this. Like that's Ooh, a yeah. good mm-hmm. like. You know when you go and eat like at a fast food place or like a restaurant, you're like, these fries don't even need ketchup. Like that's a good compliment. Like I wish you could tell the chef that. They're probably <laughs> frozen. They just deep fry them. But like, you could like tell the chef need... that. I'm but sure like, it'll make their day. Too. Yeah, but like I don't even need <laughs> sauce on my ribs. That is a huge compliment. Yeah, especially with a dry rub. Yeah. God, I, I've been thinking about it. I've been dreaming about it actually. <laughs> that picture, that picture you sent. Um,
Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Um, have you ever thought about like when you move into the house that you see, like, I don't know, this could be the house, but like that you want to have like a family at and like you could see yourself staying there for like pretty much your life. Do you think you would grow your own trees to one day chop down <laughs> with your kid and be like, we're going to use these to smoke? You know, I thought you were going to go like, are you going to get like a big smoker and have your own like shed for smoking? No, so, I, first I, of all, I, that will happen. Yeah. And then, yeah. Second, that, the yeah. growing the trees thing is interesting. I like it. I don't know how sustainable. Like I would have to grow a lot of trees <laughs> like that, and I feel like I would cut down and use more wood than I would be able to grow. But uh, it's home child. It's not good for the environment. Yeah, yeah probably not. It's definitely not like I'm gonna be spoiled with this cherry wood until we're out of cherry wood. Then I'm gonna ask my grandma to like cut down her apple trees next. So wood <laughs> there. So, um, but no, I mean. When I'm old, it's going to be, I'm already like envisioning when I have a whole bunch of money and like, I'm going to get like the perfect, perfect barbecue pit. I'm going to have like a shed in my backyard that like has a covering so I could like prepare everything over there. Cause right now I just got like a folding table. It's just, I, I want all the bells and whistles because why not? You know? What about this? When this podcast really takes off, when we have our own studio outside of a house, we have like the original smoker, like in the middle or like on top of the table, as like a little ornament. <laughs> okay, yeah, I could get the small one. <laughs> use that one. I have a the big one. I don't know if it would work on top of the table. Just a little <laughs> rock in the middle of the yes. table. That's good. Yeah, why not? Right. Can you not buy cherry wood? You can. It's just my grandma's actual cherry tree versus like I don't know like where they're getting the wood that you just buy at, like Home Depot. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes, like, I don't know. So it's farm. It's farm raised. It's never gonna be as good as the real thing. You know? exactly. From forest to table. Exactly. Yeah, my grandma didn't just table. chop. My grandma chopped it down with her with her chainsaw. So she got in there. <laughs> she did. Her eighty awesome. something year old self got in there wow. with a the chainsaw and chopped down a tree. She's a badass. So that's, that's impressive. impressive. Yeah. Isn't that what Washington did? Isn't that George Washington thing? He chopped down a cherry tree and couldn't tell why about it? Yeah, something like that. She, uh, she's basically George, George Washington. Washington. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But then the, there was Honest Abe, too. Like, he couldn't tell a lie. I feel like there was a lot of presidents that couldn't tell lies back then. And now, but I like that's that it's the do. first and the 16th. They're like, yeah. there's a little gap. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a little gap. Over Cleveland, he. You could tell. He could tell. He could tell. He spins, spun some yarns. When I was growing up, my dad told me uh, George W. Bush had never lied before, and I was like, "That's crazy! How could he never lie?" That's. I literally was like, "That's wow!" And I just totally believed it. I'm like, "Yeah, right." Yeah, I've never lied before. The biggest lie. (laughs) That's great. The fact that he had to say "honest Abe" makes me think "Hmm, maybe he wasn't so honest. Mm -hmm. He was. He was just trying to get the word out yeah, there. Yeah. Exactly. He's a lawyer. Sure, he never lied. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh I forgot, too. One big other thing that happened is my little sister met uh, Patches finally. That was the first time they met yesterday, actually. Worlds, worlds colliding. It was awesome. Oh, the dog. The dog. Wow. Yeah, I, was like, I thought you meant, like, she fell down and had to get, like, something patched up. I was like, that? No, the dog Patches. The famous Patches, yeah. Patches. Yeah, they hadn't visited me in two years in the city. They're not city folk. Uh, like my, my mom gets stressed out even just driving anywhere near the city. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm like, mom, just use the GPS. You use it every day. It's the same thing. But um, no, but it was cool. Finally, it just felt like I was living two different worlds. I mean, you know how many times I went home 
like during the week or during the weekends. It's exhausting. You're it, a great roommate. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a great son, too. Yeah. Didn't bother you guys very much. So. Gone a lot. Yeah. But we missed you. Um, my weekend, what did I do? Um, I golfed. I shot 78. Um, not to brag. Just, not, I, just I, I casually <laughs> drops that in there. I was wondering if you're going to say it's shitty or you're bragging. No, I, I told Nick, I literally, I was three over through 16 and I tripled 17 and then I parred 18. I played like one of the most complete best rounds of golf I That's think awesome. I could play in my recent memory. I was very happy with it. Had a lot of fun. Um, what else did I do this weekend? I don't think anything else really happened this weekend, but two days ago, uh, I got a story and I haven't told you guys this just cause I wanted to tell it on air. So we were going to grill some lunch. And so Kayla went to target to like get some groceries. And so she came back and she's like, there's a note for you on our door or on our gate. Oh. I was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, I thought she th- meant like a piece of mail and it was, no, it was a handwritten note. And so I was like, what? That's weird. And so I was like, read it to me. Cause I was grilling outside. I was like, read it to me. What is this? And it was like, Hey, my name is Biff. Um, I should have just brought in the note, but I'll paraphrase. It was like something like, Hey, my name is Biff. I live a block over. Um, I accidentally got some of your mail. It was sitting in our mail room for a while. So I ended up taking it upstairs. I dropped it on the ground and the contents fell out. And Holy cow. You wouldn't believe what happened. You got to contact me right away. So immediately I'm thinking like, this gotta be fake. Yeah, like it seems is, weird. This is some bullshit. Mm-hmm. This might be a scam or something. Yeah. So I was like, I'll call him anyways. And we'll see if like Mark from like Bangladesh answers the phone <laughs> and was like, hey, I found your mail. If you give me $9,000, I'll give it back to you. So I ended up calling Biff, a uh, super nice guy. So he answers the phone. I'm like, hi, this is Joseph. You left me a note. He goes, nah, I think you got the wrong number. And I'm like, I knew this was a scam. <laughs> and I was like, is this Biff? He's like, yeah, this is Biff. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, my name's Joseph. And he's like, okay. I'm like, you wrote me the note. And he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. And so he's like, I think I got something you're gonna want to see. And I'm sounds like, like a very interesting and like, person. And then he just goes, do you want to meet up? And I'm like, nope, <laughs> not in the slightest. I'm sorry, but no, I don't. No, I do. So, great. I was like, tell me what the mail was. I think, and then he's like, you just got to see it. I'm like, nope. Because he's like, we'll meet in the alley. I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Should I bring my wallet too? Should I I bring my social security card? How much money would you like me to bring to this alley? And so it ended up being that Dan's uh, Lollapalooza ticket got sent to 725. Not going to actually say my address. Yeah. Good good catch, um, buddy. It got sent to a different 725. Oh. And so, I, first of all, Wait, I don't know how dance just, tickets? I don't know. With your just, name? I, so, I bought his ticket because. Okay. Testing, testing, testing. For just testing, some reasons. Testing. And uh, so, I got it shipped here because he's driving in. And uh, <laughs> I was waiting for it to come. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just so, you know, like, I don't know. I was supposed to arrive Monday, but it didn't. And so, he's like, it's a Lollapalooza ticket. And I was like, oh, my God, it's dance. And I was like, how perfect is it that it's dance? Of course yeah. it's dance. Of course yeah. it's dance ticket. Makes me so and happy. I was thinking, I was like, if he showed up and I didn't have his ticket and we had to go, because like I have all the insurance on the tickets for extra five bucks that you just pick it up at will call. But like 
him having to go pick up that ticket at will call would have ruined his weekend. The whole, he would yeah. have been he, so angry. He would have been so upset. He, he would like, he finishes the bar. He drives 12 hours and then he has to go stand in line at will call. And so I go meet Biff. Super nice guy. Super nice guy. He's like, I'm actually going to Lollapalooza too. I love it. He's like, I just wanted you to like have the ticket. I was like, yeah, you're just kind of like, you know, a little weird on the phone. Like, you, <laughs> you're going to want to see this. Me <laughs> told in the alley. Well, yeah. I was yeah, like, good. I was like, I, that's why I, I would have done the same like, thing. To be yeah. honest, dude, that was a little weird. That was weird. No, yeah. I got something that you're going to want to see <laughs> and you're going to meet me in the alley. And it's like, nah, that's not how this is going to go, man. He was really excited to give you that ticket. <laughs> Do you know how nervous I would have been if I just was like an idiot and been like, yeah, dude, I'll meet you in the alleyway. But I'm just like waiting in the alley. No idea what this guy looks like. He just comes up and he's like, Joseph. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, Biff. And I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> Wrong Joe. But yeah, so we ended up meeting up. Uh, I tried to offer him 20 bucks. He wouldn't even take it. Wow. Oh, what a guy. He's like, dude, no problem. Fucking Biff. So yeah, that was my big thing. That was are hilarious. Are you going to meet up with Biff at Lala? Dude, at least Dan should meet up with Biff. And thank him. <laughs> so in. I called Dan. And Dan was like, so how to get shipped there? I'm like, well, obviously the postman messed up. He's like, did you put the wrong address? I'm like, no. I was like, how how would the guy know my exact address <laughs> if it wasn't the address on the package? That like that doesn't make sense. He's not just like, oh, I wonder if it's this exact <laughs> right. address, yeah. this exact apartment, <laughs> and I'm just gonna leave a handwritten note. Like, there's there's too many variables that had to go perfectly for him to get that lucky. But yeah, so that happened, and I was like, oh my god. So good people still exist in the city, which is really good. Right. Uh, did you, did you tell Biff about the podcast? We need to make him a listener. You should just send him a link to the podcast. No, but a really funny thing. We did a disco party for John. John had a disco party, and I had to golf at 7 a.m. on Sunday, so I was, like, leaving at midnight. <laughs> and I, I, like, didn't drink or anything, and I was, like, walking through the crowd. Everyone's, like, pretty messed up at this point. And this guy, damn, I can't remember his name. Maybe Maddie. Sammy. It was Sammy. He stops me. I kid you not. Heck I'm yeah. just like walking through like by the ping pong table. And he's like, hey, can I get your Instagram? And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, dope. So I just gave him the podcast Instagram. And he's like, you have a podcast? I'm like, yeah. Fucking subscribes on the spot. And I can't believe I didn't bring this up. Actually, something happened. Uh, I hopped in an Uber. Uh, Russell, if you're listening, thank you for joining. Uh, but my Uber driver's like, I, he was like, I want to start a podcast. I'm like, yeah, I, I host a podcast. And so he ended up subscribing. Dude, Russell. And now I might like help him start a podcast with him and some Chicago Giannis, Fire people. The new Giannis. So Russell, if you're listening, shout out Russell. Shout, shout out Russell. Shout out Sammy. Dude. Shout out Matt. Do you know how weird that was though? Like, can shout I get out. your Instagram? Like, dude, what is up with people? Like, just it? like, but yeah, so we got two new subscribers. That's cool. Also, my cousin subscribed. Shout out Ian. Shout so, out Ian. So... We got a lot of shout outs. Right. Yeah. That's good. Um, all right. Let's talk about some sports. So the first thing I want to talk about is the NBA finals is over. Uh, the Bucks came back to do the reverse sweep. Four straight wins after two straight losses. Uh, Giannis. Is he the new King James? For sure. I mean, he scored 50 points. He's he's better. He's yeah. better than King's James. Did you guys see that stat where he won He the MVP, the... Defensive player of the year. Defensive player. Yeah. And the only other person to do that is Michael Jordan. So yeah. that's very good company. Oh. So yeah, that's awesome. Dude, that's badass. My favorite thing about the whole the whole championship is he won it. 
And then the next day to celebrate, he went to Wendy's and ordered 50, exactly 50 chicken nuggets. Chick-fil-A. With the Chick-fil-A. He, but he ordered exactly 50 nuggets just to celebrate. Chicken minis. He ordered chicken minis. Chicken <laughs> minis. Yeah, okay. yeah, get it right. Oh, they don't have chicken nuggets? The breakfast chicken version chicken with minis. the little biscuit, you know? Chicken minis. Are those chicken nuggets? They have nuggets, but they come with biscuits. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. A but he ordered 50 yeah. chicken It's like if you go at 9 a.m. to get nuggets, they have to put it in like a biscuit. Yeah. This doesn't sound bad at all, though. They're it's delicious. actually very good. <laughs> but yeah, so he ordered 50 yeah. just to celebrate how many points he had. I love that flex. Steve not, went on Instagram Not 49, not 51, 50. 50. Yeah, that's great. It's like you got 150,000 people watching you right now. And the girl is like, oh, my God. <laughs> but she's just grinding. Yep. She's out there grinding, like working the Dude, working those, that drive-thru. Those drive-thru people Hustle at and... Chick-fil-A work hard. Yeah, man. Not as hard as Patillo drive-thru. They got like six of them bitches well, out there. <laughs> not, not like women. I feel like, like you have the extra nights. Just being like, what do you want? What do you want? What do you want? Uh, yeah, I think Portillo's is more uh, quantity, whereas Chick-fil-A is more quality. They have to be super nice. And I mean, oh, oh I think you meant about their food. I was like. Don't you dare disrespect Tillos on this no. podcast. This is a Chicago podcast, man. They're like, oh, my pleasure <laughs> at everything. Yeah, yeah, beer's right. They say my pleasure to everything. Oh. Yeah. Hey, nice. Even when they take your trash. I actually don't think Chick-fil-A is that good. Never fills me up. Ever. Wow. Anywho, the uh, the video that Jan has posted uh, generated $294,000 for Chick-fil-A. Just on the impressions on Instagram. Wow. Oh, that's cool. So that's nice. Probably a lot of people are pissed. Don't people hate Chick-fil-A? Uh, Didn't they do some bad stuff? Not as okay. much anymore. <laughs> they came out with these mini biscuits. They don't, and much, like, hey, they don't hate it much anymore. For yeah. whatever you did. Yeah, chicken minis. They <laughs> got over it pretty quick. Everybody's delightful. I was surprised, though. Like, they're a Wisconsin sports team. And just being like, like, I don't really care about either of the teams. But I was like, oh, you know, good for Giannis. If it was the Green Bay Packers, See, I would have been living. Unfortunately, uh, Aaron Rodgers is a part owner of the Bucks, so he's kind of a champion mm. and a Packer. I saw like a funny joke that said that he as a, he won a championship with the Bucks and then lost to the Bucks in the oh, same season. I like that. That is, that is <laughs> I like really that a nice. Lot. Yeah. Did you know they call their right, arena the that. dojo? Why? Like a like a buck. Like a doe? Female. Oh. So they call it the dojo. dojo. I think that's awesome. That's cool. I think that's really cool. I like that's that. I like the dojo. That's I think really that's nice. a cool that's one. Dope. I'm very happy for them. Good to win. Bobby Portis, an old bull. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, he won. Portis, yeah. It's. Go ahead. I just. I want to say like, it's refreshing mm. to have a non-super yes. team win it, and like, it's it's wonderful. Honestly, like I. I really enjoy it. It gives me confidence that the NBA can actually be like a sports league where it's like not players fully in full control. It's like a strategy where, you know, a whole team plays as one. Giannis just like kind of elevates mm-hmm. everybody. Like, you know, you don't, you're not like LeBron James. You don't need a super team to win it. He so. was a pillar just for so long, just building around that. And it finally worked. Mm-hmm. I like how he promised too on Twitter in uh, 2014. He's like, we're going to, I'm not leaving. Milwaukee until we win a championship. Do you hear what he said after they brought that up to him mm, in the no. press conference? They're like, so a couple of years ago you said you're not going to leave Milwaukee until you win a championship. So now you've won a championship. Are you fucking off? <laughs> Are you going to leave Milwaukee? They like ask him and he goes, huh, I guess you're right. He goes, all right, I want to trade. Like he just says that like right there and he goes, then he starts laughing. Everybody starts laughing. So like it's just, he's like, oh yeah, yeah I'm out of here. I won. 
see you later. Like that, he was joking around, but just he seems like a, such a yeah, good humble. Him and Luca like, seem like just the lighthearted people that I, I I love. That's why I like to watch the NBA. To be honest, yeah, they're 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 so much fun and they're so fucking good too. Can I just say I'm tired of tired of the old guard in the NBA now, or like Durant and LeBron are like trying to build these super teams. I'm tired of it. I'm done. Can you guys all retire? Give us a yeah. new generation of players that aren't just egotistical maniacs that want to like go to Brooklyn and then build like a whole team themselves. Like, how about you know try to win where you are? Where that? they feel so. entitled to win a championship because they've been so good for so long. Chris Paul, what do you yeah. think about that? Chris Paul, he's probably going to go to the Lakers, win a championship. Uh, Chris Paul, I didn't realize how much he flops. So this these these playoffs, I kind of were like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. He he went from being Chris Paul to Cliff Paul, probably like oh. seven or eight, seven or eight years ago when he started doing those commercials, and he's been Cliff Paul ever since. And it's sad to see, really. Mm. Wow. But I still feel sad that he didn't get one, you know. Like, but even like this one would have kind of been a cop out. He's not part of it, right? He's not part of the, the. Well, he was on the Suns, right? But not like, like a Devin Booker type of thing. But like, was he? Right, was, he's yeah. not Devin Booker, you know. Like, so, I don't know. It. This is probably. I feel this like this was his last, his last chance. Last I think. Yeah. This was he's, his. Last he's old chance. man. He's been around for a long time, and. That's what they said about Rondo, and then he went to the Lakers with AD. <laughs> he went to AD and LeBron, and they won it. That's Not what wrong. I see him yeah. doing. See, I think <laughs> I think the whole super team thing is like kind of cool in Brooklyn for like uh uh why am I blank? Blake Griffin. Like Blake Griffin yeah, is definitely past his prime. Mm. He has a lot of injuries and like him go to the team and then I love they're like the big four. Like he doesn't do a lot. No. <laughs> but like that's kind of cool for like Chris Paul. Like if he went to the Lakers and they won, I wouldn't like hate Chris Paul. I don't hate I don't Chris hate Paul him anyways. Right I don't yeah. really care too much about the NBA. But if he did that, I'd be like, eh, okay, you're old. Like he's not young. No, it just sucks to like to see the James Harden do that when he's like still in his prime, yeah. still really good, and you're just like, ugh, mm-hmm. come on. When Kevin Durant did it, it, it left a bad taste. I feel in my like mouth. it almost. That, that, Kevin Durant to the Warriors pissed off that pissed everyone in, yeah. except Warriors yeah. fans. Every yeah. Warriors fan, yeah. Um, all right, let's. It almost like tarnishes their legacy when they for like, sure go yeah. To yeah. A super team and like congrats dude you won with the super team but Giannis did it without a super team so fucking Giannis what's wrong with in you Milwaukee. why can't you do it it's like <laughs> in Milwaukee that's my that's question pretty cool Milwaukee's awesome, not man. a big town no. I saw on first take they're like so does this make Milwaukee a big market team and everyone's like <laughs> no <laughs> as much as we love the dojo name it's not a big market that is team. a phenomenal name <laughs> yeah, it's dojo. really good it's no. just like the Bulls will still sell more tickets being terrible it's yeah. fine um, okay, the next one I want to talk about is the Home Run Derby. There's a couple things new about the Home Run Derby this year that I think might have gotten overlooked. And the coolest one, or the coolest new addition was they all players signed the balls that they used oh. before playing. So that's a really cool addition. So like Everybody gets a, a, a signed ball when they catch that, one. That's really cool. They're just giving out souvenirs left and right. That's mm-hmm. I love it. Is it... Do they use like when they're pitched to like those are all the same balls? They are all the ones that yeah. they signed, or is it like, or is it all mixed up? Because I heard it was mixed up. Like someone hit a show, show Otani hit a home run, but then they got like a like a some other person's oh, name. <laughs> like I that thought I sick. heard that. Could you imagine I don't having know to explain sure. that to someone? Like I'm telling you, it's Shohan. 
They're like, dude, it says Mark McGuire. He's not even in the league anymore. You're like, no, 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 this is him. Um, I thought that was a really cool addition to the home run derby. That's like, if I was a kid, like I actually went to a home run derby when it was in Comiskey and uh, I didn't catch any balls, but like for any fan now, like I don't care your age, that is like the coolest thing to get a sign ball home run. Oh my God. That's, that's so awesome, sick. man. Yeah. And the, the whole, the home run derby, the all-star game are all about having fun having people to have fun getting souvenirs and everything like that so i love that idea did you, I, I don't know if they showed it i feel like they were doing i feel like i saw a picture of they were doing an interview with pete alonzo after the home run derby and he had a shirt off and he was just looking beefy you know and it makes it the league minimum yeah really well i mean it's he's only Wait, in his second year it's the league minimum he's well, only in a, i thought it was like he made more money at the all-star break than like he made in like a whole year because he made the all-star team. And yeah, got like a bonus he for made, that. He like, makes the league minimum. Cause this is his second year. So like the, the, um, he's still under full team control. And I think it's after your third yeah. year is when you can start pre-arbitration. That's usually when they start to make more money. So he's mm. still on his farm deal. Yeah. It's yeah. It's unfortunate, but Damn. I mean, that's part of how it works. He'll get his money. It's just really funny that he, I think it was like he made three fourths of his contract worth in one day by playing. <laughs> oh my god! Or like that, like it was yeah, just really funny. Like, Pete, you gonna play? Like, yeah, I I need the money, man. <laughs> I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta well, put food on the table. <laughs> I feel like if you win the home run derby, you get a cash prize too. So like he was like playing to win because he was doesn't have. Real quick, money. do you want to know the best part about him? <laughs> he donated all that money. Whoa! For real? He donated all that money. To which is really cool so that was really cool and then shohan otani he took his hundred and fifty thousand he got for participating in it he made it out or he like went and dep- or cashed it out for cash walked around angel stadium and giving it to employees whoa dude i'm telling he is you a perfect shohan human otani holy is like, shit <laughs> he is really like glowing up this year what a guy and for idiots like Stephen a smith to say that he can never be the face of baseball because he needs an interpreter is downright wow what is downright to no. Did you hear about that he johnny he he said it in the morning and horrible, apologized by the afternoon to what a f- yeah mm. now oh, wow because here uh, it's oh, basically racist i'm gonna tell you a couple reasons why it's absolutely insane One, a bad word. he maybe not be the he might not be the best player in baseball right now but what he is doing on both sides of the ball is absolutely historic it's and it's iconic yeah. and it's unreal. Uh, him doing all this stuff off the field, giving all his money back, walking around the, giving it to like concession people and people that walk around with the hot dog thing. That's insane. That's like giving him awesome, 10 grand. Dude. That's awesome. Yeah. That is uh, so cool. And then Stephen A. Smith is just a dumb, dumb in, in general, but he is not the first uh, our star in baseball that needs an interpreter. Uh, fucking Sammy Sosa went in front of Congress and said he didn't know how to speak English. Like, can I it's, it, also say he doesn't need an interpreter? He actually can speak English, but because he, you, you think he's big here? You think how big he is in Japan? He's he's a superstar. I mean, like he's a superhero. Absolutely, like yeah. LeBron James. He's over there. So like, it's better for his brand. That's what he's saying. Like he talks in Japanese because like everything he says, like on a video, is it's going to genius. be shown in Japan, and people more people are watching in Japan. United States, so like using as an interpreter because it's better for his brand. Like literally, mm. it's better for it. But he can so speak smart. English. He so gave smart. a speech once in English. You you could look it up. So like Stephen A. Smith is talking out of his ass because he actually doesn't know Shoyotani. He just it's usually what he does too. He, like sees that he needs an interpreter and then he just like makes a dumbass comment. Yeah. Like, dude, 
you don't know what you're talking he's about. He's just talk. such an idiot like, that he is having such a historic season where people are literally comparing him to Babe fucking Ruth, which is before like, he like actually did like, all this. Yeah, everyone knows who Babe Ruth is. Yeah, which is crazy. And then he just has to go and I mean, he is just an idiot. He's just a dumb dumb. Stephen like, A, not Shohei. Yeah, Stephen <laughs> A is just a, he's just yeah. a loser. Like that's a loser thing. Like For someone sure. that's doing all this cool stuff and then be like, hey, but he can't be a star because he doesn't. He needs an interpreter. It's like fuck you. Yeah, that's really not helping move the league forward. It's just trying to get clicks. I mean, right. yeah, it's just it's just playing into what we all dislike about um, some people that work in the media is that they're just trying to do it for headlines or clicks or anything like that or for a soundbite. And it's it's really unfortunate, like you, you said, for somebody who's actually doing really good things in baseball right now and mm-hmm. bridging the gap, you know, across the world internationally. Yeah, yeah that's an awesome thing. Yeah, you know, you messed up. Yeah, he apologized in the yeah, afternoon. The he, he said it in it, the morning yeah. on the morning show and then posted on Twitter like a huge apology. You know you like, done messed up when you say a take like, at 7 a.m. and you have to apologize before, <laughs> that before afternoon. lunch. Yeah. Like, they're Just, like, hey, Stephen A., what do you want for lunch? He's like, I got to do this apology. But, yeah. <laughs> but maybe he's done us a service because, you know, our country is extremely divided these days. Seems to be getting worse and worse. Everybody's on a side. But then we can mm. all collectively come together and be like, no, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, Stephen fuck a. you, Stephen. Yeah. Stephen I feel like it's happened a few times, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Everybody hates you. <laughs> um, okay, let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? Where on the podcast? Oh. Okay, so this was actually on last week's episode, but we didn't bring it up, and then it was texted in the group chat. Kraft Mac and Cheese is coming out with ice cream, and it is Mac and Cheese flavored ice cream. I think it's disgusting. I don't get how people say it's going to be good. The color is very, very aesthetically pleasing, and that's that's the big thing. A lot of people are saying it looks good, but like I feel like they're all bullshitting. Like. <laughs> No, it doesn't. I, I Shut have, up, Nick. I have to say it every time Johnny goes to Google something and just does it his own way. He just Googled Kraft Mac and Cheese, and that was it. I and forgot pulled, the ice. I forgot the ice cream part. Pulled up the the pictures and then was confused as to why. I was startled. Yeah, for our listeners that don't know, Johnny is always on on the like sharing screen and like showing us what we're talking about. And so he just like literally just Googled Kraft mac and cheese. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Forgot the ice cream. Yeah. Right, come on, guys. Two weeks ago where you were like, Milwaukee okay. murderer. And it was just like, it was just like, nah, you got to give a little bit Well, more. man, some, some of the stories that you tell us, like, I just got to Google it the way I. <laughs> the way you inter- the, you got to feel I for use, Johnny sometimes, use, though. Like he's, Joe's. Joe's talking really fast. Johnny's got to yeah. be fast yeah. on getting the stuff up on the screen. Sometimes he'll just... I literally said Kraft Mac and Cheese ice cream. He just went Kraft This was a light one, man. Sometimes I use caps. Sometimes I I swear in the Google search. I don't know why. Yeah. It's not going to help. I, it's just a really <laughs> unique insight into how your brain works, yeah. which yeah. you don't normally get. And that's... We the, need to start recording. People need to see it, I think. Yeah. It's yeah. effective. Anywho. <laughs> Uh, um, the biggest reason people want to eat this uh, this ice cream is because of the color, and it is it, it looks good. It's a good color. And if you didn't know it was cheese, you're like, yeah, that's probably really really tasty. See, for me, being colorblind, it looks like orange sherbet. <laughs> it does. Yeah. So it will, for yeah, me, it yeah, just yeah, looks that's... like oh, that's just orange sherbet. But then when you're like, it's mac and cheese flavor, I'm like, that's fucking disgusting. Mm, yeah. Sometimes, like you look at it, it almost just looks like vanilla <laughs> ice cream. Like like uh, like yeah. you, some people. I've got a yellow hue on some it. Some of those like old old style vanilla ice creams that you get, like a mm-hmm, little bit more yeah. of a yellow tint. Like, is that the bean? Yeah, vanilla like, bean. Like vanilla yeah. bean. Yeah, yeah like it's almost yellow actually. Hand, yeah. hand 
hand spun vanilla bean or some would you try it it doesn't sound very like if appetizing. you were at a if you were at a ice cream shop and they're like would you like the little spoon I try of oh, for yeah. sure. yes. Yep. Yeah. Then yes. i would get a full scoop of that take a full scoop oh, mm. i wouldn't go that far I'm not paying money for it okay i was just gonna say that like if someone had a a pint <laughs> and was like do you want to try it i'd try it but i don't want to buy it is it what is van van leeuwen Van Van Leeuwen, something like that, is the the brand name on the ice cream, and that doesn't even that doesn't make any sense. It's that probably was, a ice cream brand. Oh, it's a D to C ice cream to your I door. Was, I thought it was Kraft. Well, Kraft doesn't make ice cream, but they do make <laughs> mac and cheese. I mean, this looks like a oh, it's on their website. The first thing yeah, that you see. The first thing. Probably a partnership. Van yeah, there's actually like a premium oh, ice cream. You brand. know what? This makes way more sense. They it's also have like vegan a, ice cream, so like, this can't be good. That girl this can't be good. Hello, hi, good evening. Uh, but yeah, it's on their front page Passion. and it, it looks good. I don't know. I'm gonna try it and I would pay for it. I'll let you guys know. Okay, please do. You mm. know, it's fine. People are wrong every day. It's, it's fine. <laughs> um, okay, the next before one we I get had... on to our next topic, Joe, I, I did want to say I tried the KFC chicken sandwich Ooh, the other day, it? it was horrible. Oh, it was like wow. it was more crunchy than the McDonald's one, but I got McDonald's chicken sandwich vibes that we were talking about before from it. Oh, that's not good. Like the McDonald's sauce, too too runny sauce. It wasn't flavorful. It just I ordered like I ate like a a third of it and then threw it out and then had chicken tenders. For the rest. Oh wow! Yeah. Was Nick and Johnny right? Was it too much crunch, not enough chicken? It there was a decent amount of chicken. It just okay. wasn't flavorful like that. Mm-hmm. Like. Jenny still talks to me about having like she's like I had a chicken sandwich with you guys this one time in Chicago I'm like we got Popeyes when that happened <laughs> that was Popeyes and she was like yeah it was really good I'm like I know <laughs> and, like nothing is similar like the closest Popeyes is like 80 miles away so oh, in buddy. Minnesota so but I tried it I give it a uh, out of 10 I give it a 4.2 wow so, oh while we're on ratings I watched the new Space Jam. And I gave it a rating after it, and it ended up being the same rating as Rotten Tomatoes. Wow, that's weird. That's a weird coincidence. Yeah, you texted to us. What was oh. it? Three point one. Three point one. And it was the, well, it's thirty one percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But I do it out of ten. They do it out of hundred. So same scale. Yeah. Three point one Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, no. I'm telling you, Granny steals the show. She's just slugging martinis the whole time. It's hilarious. <laughs> She's a, like the tunes are really funny. LeBron is like eh, it's a little whatever. The the biggest. Can I do a little spoiler? Yeah. Okay, Go spoiler, it, yeah. three, two, one. So it's not a basketball game. It's a video game, and that kind of ticked me off. That's a oh. So it's not like if I make a three, it's three points. It's like if I do a dunk, it's like 1,000 points, and I, I thought that was a little stupid. I thought it was really stupid, if I'm being honest. But let's get into our next topic. So Isn't we're going to stay on the meat one. I watched a video of a vegetarian trying meat for the first time, and it was one of the funniest things I've ever said, or ever seen. So the first thing he ate was uh, bacon, just a strip of bacon. He's like, oh, this looks unappetizing. You know, I've never had meat in my life. And he takes a bite and he just goes, oh, my God. That's amazing. This is amazing. I'm going in for a next bite. Or, uh, like another uh, strip of bacon. And so then he's like, wow, this was only going to be for bacon. And he's like, I might have to try out everything that I've been missing. 
So he goes on burgers, chicken tenders, McNuggets, sandwiches. It is phenomenal. Wow. Every time he takes a bite, he's like, or like right before, I'll be like, you know what? There's a vegan alternative that's pretty good. And then he'll take a bite of like turkey and he'll be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> how is this that good? And I was like, no duh. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So I actually had my first uh, Beyond Meat chicken tender. Dude, for all the people that says it tastes just like meat, you don't eat meat. Like, I don't know how else to put it, but like, you must not have ate meat in your life. Cause it, where did you have it from? Like, was it just from the grocery store or from a grocery restaurant? store? Mm, okay. And it was like, uh, uh-huh. yeah. And also it That's doesn't little... look like chicken at all. So I looked at it. I'm like, yeah, that don't look like chicken. But, uh, I thought it was funny to watch this guy eat it and just every bite he took. He's like, dude, when he got to the burger, he's like, oh my God, how does anyone find this appetizing? And he takes a bite. And he's like, Oh my god! Like I, I felt like I was watching someone have like a religious awakening. <laughs> like you know at those like uh, Southern Baptist churches where like the priest just is always like putting their hand and just shaking the shit out of you, <laughs> and they're just like the power of Christ compels you, and you, they come out and they're like oh, and they're like dancing and stuff. This guy was having the time of his life. We need to, uh, if there are any vegetarians that listen i'm sure there are uh we'll get you on and we'll have beer cook up some ribs and a few other things for you mm. and we'll, we'll do it live and everything that would be yeah. I would love that. that would be yep. great if Good we idea. could pop your meat cherry on the podcast <laughs> oh my god i don't think we'd we love say to. those words <laughs> no that was and beautiful that would, pop, oh, pop, pop your, your meat, meat cherry <laughs> oh <laughs> meat cherry that yummy oh. meat cherry, meat cherry. <laughs> okay uh yeah i just i I had to tell people that because i thought it was really funny um so hbo is coming out with a new show it might be hulu actually they're coming out with a new show and i think it might be the greatest show of all time it's called f boy island so it's just they're taking a bunch of fuck boys (laughs) and they're putting them on an island and they're just like make content it is genius do they are they there with girls look at them just look at some of the cast Wait, Nikki Glazier's um, oh, hosting it? She's hosting it. That's okay. awesome. I'm gonna That's wa- great. Nikki Glazier's amazing. Yeah, she's, she's so fucking she's funny. funny as hell. <laughs> she's so funny. Like that- okay, I'll watch it. Okay, yeah. Oh, I'm so like, are there other girls there? Or are they, it's just yeah, a bunch I think of it's dudes. like a dating show. High-profile dating competition coming to a major streaming services. The show's experiment will examine if women can reform so-called F-boys <laughs> or fall for self-proclaimed nice guys. Oh, so there's going to be like... There's 12 nice guys and 12 fuckboys. And then they bring the women in and it's like, who are you going to choose? Could you imagine wow. if it's just so obvious, though, like a guy gets off like the bus or van or whatever, just slugging up. Just slugging a monster energy cracks on his skull. And he's like, "I'm here to bang." <laughs> You're just like, "Oh my god, man!" HBO so Max. At, HBO after Max. watching a lot of these, like Love Island and like these type of shows with Jenny, like Love I is blind. figured out they're all hammered, a hundred percent of the time, <laughs> hammered. They are sauced because they don't have their phones and they're all just with each other, just drinking all day. And like this show is literally about how these dudes are fuckboys, and so like, <laughs> like they're gonna lean into it. And then, yeah. like, what kind of girls are signing up to go, like, reform fuckboys? So, like, this is going to be a great show. This is one of those shows I'll be like, Jenny will watch it. Yep. There's going to be a lot of memes coming out of the confessions. There's going to be, like, six fuckboys 
just like all around be like, dude, did you see Jessica? <laughs> and then everyone's going to be like, yeah. Oh, They're going to be like, dude. dude, I'm going to DM her tonight. Be like, dude, you live in the same house. And he's like, nah, I know nah. what I'm doing. And like <laughs> those the... moments, you're going to be like, oh my God, thank <laughs> you so much. Yeah. They get in the confession booth like, I made out with Sarah over there, but then I made out with Ashley after, and then Sarah got pissed. I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. Oh. It is going to be pure gold of just these fuck boys. Just be, and then you know they're going to shit talk the nice boys. Like, you can you believe this, what this a fucking pussy. loser got her, got her flowers? Dude, I'm just not going to talk to her for the next week, and she'll be in my bed and be like, what the fuck is going on? I think there's going to be some people where you're like, I don't know how you're human. Like, the type of people oh, you want to yeah. sit down and be like, why are you the way you are? For sure. The, mm. First of all, the, I'm gonna the, be the fact that the, the, whole time. the name of it is F-Boy Island is fantastic. I mean, look at some look of the some contestants. Of guys. I, is there going to be a fantasy season for it? <laughs> there's got to be. I, I, wa- I watched an episode of Too Hot to Handle uh, last week with my girlfriend. Have you guys seen the show? Too Hot to Handle? One. So it's similar to that. They take a bunch of really attractive, really hot people Put them all in a house together with again no phones, parties, all that, all that sort of stuff. But the thing is, they can't hook up with each other. <laughs> if, if they hook up with each other, if they like kiss, uh, there's like a community pot of like a hundred thousand dollars. If you kiss, that you lose like two thousand dollars out of the pot. <laughs> and all the guys and girls have to like share beds together and everything like that. <laughs> they make them like have parties and stuff mm. like that. They're supposed to like try and couple up. And then if, if they like couple up properly, they'll get like the green light and then they oh, can do like whatever. A... Wait, it's, it's oh, so my God. is this called? Are you the one? It's called yeah. two lots handle, but it's very similar to are you the one? Are oh, the one seen, is really funny. I watched both those seasons. I, I watched Are You one of the seasons too. Cause I knew a guy that was on it, like through, through a friend and that show was so bad but so entertaining my favorite it's thing so is to be funny. like you know what they always get in the house the first day and they're like okay here's the plan we've seen the other seasons no coupling up <laughs> and then i'll be like two days in and then and then someone just be like i think you're my match i love you you're my everything <laughs> and then they go to the um what's the little tiki hut where they like scan in the it's like a little tiki hut where they find out yeah if they're the match or not oh yeah. the uh match what's booth. the room something yeah, the room. match booth um, is that what it's called? The coupling room. <laughs> the kissing booth. Truth yeah. booth. Truth it's the booth. truth booth. <laughs> the truth booth. There it is. Kill me if I didn't get it. So they go <laughs> in the truth booth. And I love this where it's always like the couple goes in there first week and they're like, dude, I've known you for like 50 hours. And you complete me. I'm your everything. And then it's always like there's no match. And then always one of the persons like, okay. <laughs> just like, the other person's like, dying. They're like so upset. And the one guy's like, Oh darn it! I, I guess, guess I have to go talk to some other girls. girls. <laughs> <laughs> the the one the one season it was like there was an odd number of girls versus guys. So there was yep. one guy who had to match with two girls. Oh, there was, there was one girl that couldn't. That he nailed might. it, and both of them apparently. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Reality TV show. I know it's like shit TV, but it some of these dating shows are funny. TV, like Fuckboy yeah. Island is going to be hilarious. I'm going to watch it. Are you the one? Is... What about instead of a rose ceremony, they just give out condoms? Like, <laughs> Here, you get a Durex. You, Will you get share a this condom. Like, and they're like, all the girls are like, you know what? There's something like I would just love if you, you know, the old saying like nice guys finish last. I would love if they just vote out all twelve of the nice guys. They're like this guy brought me breakfast. What the hell is going on here? Like kick him out. Um, Jeez, there's there's been eight seasons of Are You the One? Really? Well, yeah. Dude, are I've you the one's like funny because like 
so they take these they take these tests before they go to make sure they match up with the right person but like they know these tests are good right like yeah. you know what's their algorithm they get them they figure it out <laughs> really oh yeah wait, wait, wait. I, I actually remember my favorite part now uh one was like a day one couple they got matched together with a different person they had to go to the whatever they like moved to a different hotel and I forgot what it's called, but they go to like some island by themselves. And then like one girl, like after they match, she's like, she's like, don't even try anything. Cause my heart is like with Tyler. And then it goes to Tyler <laughs> and Tyler's like really sad. And then like a girl comes over and comforts him, And he's like, yeah, you know, it's going to be like a really hard night. Like maybe you should sleep with me. Like, Tyler's, even shit. I'm like Tyler's out here just looking at the next object. Like this is what F boy Island is going to be. It's genius. I like also, it's HBO Max. They should just be able to call it Fuckboy Island. Yeah, with like a little star asterisk. Yeah, that's mm. good. Yeah, HBO go Max. It. I mean, they could show whatever they want to show on HBO, so it mm. might get a little spicy over there versus regular <laughs> TV. Hope so. I'm telling you, keep an eye out for the confessionals. Okay, so let's head over to the Taboo Tuesday. So this is one that I was asked a couple weeks ago, and I was like, wow, this is a really good question. I want to hear what you guys said. So if you can... For your entire life, you can only choose one. Undo or copy and paste in real life? What would you choose? Like on the computer? Well, yeah, but in real life. Undo. Wait, you mean Any like... <laughs> wait, <laughs> like, you mean like I have a superpower where I can be like, oh, I took a wrong turn. Undo. Yeah, I mean, that's... Is that what you're saying? I would have gone more, you... like, bigger stuff, but yeah, like, I would have just made the U-turn instead of using my power, but I, I was like... thinking more like, oh, I bet the wrong team. Let's undo that. Yeah, but you can just copy and paste money. Okay, well, okay, I don't see the premise, I guess, then. Yeah, it... I'm still trying I to need guardrails. Wrap, wrap my head around okay, I need guardrails, so Anything yeah. you can undo on a computer, you can undo in real life. Anything you can copy and paste on a computer, you can do it in real life. Hmm... So that girl in the ice cream commercial, you could have copy and pasted her in real life. We could have copy and pasted that vegetarian to come on the show. Mm. Okay, I see. Yeah, that's a very superpower. So you're sticking with undo? No, I guess I'll copy and paste. If it's that easy. What would you choose? I'm trying to think of good things to use the undo on. I guess, like, like you said, like bets or something like that. Oh, I'm going to put ten thousand dollars on the bears to win the super bowl uh didn't have an undo now i put it on somebody else i don't know beer what are beer? you thinking i wonder i i think i think undo is a better better one because same reason that nick said like you could Strictly you could, you could do a lot of yes no situations yeah, and like and just, test it out whoop. i'd be testing it all day yeah but what would you say? So my big thing is I've given it a lot of thought. I think the copy and paste is cool for like money. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's kind of as far as it can go besides like material objects. I'm a big person of like, I believe that like trial and error is a big thing. Yeah. Experiences like experiences yeah. and stuff like that. But like if I could like undo, I think that's gotta be it. Like say you, um, you know, you're, you just like say say you take this job and it ends up being a terrible job. Mm-hmm. Don't you wish you could just undo it and like go back and just yeah. like I think undo golf is, shots. Yeah, like <laughs> be a great golfer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, copy and paste. Well, copy and paste is who I am. 
No, no I like no, undo. No, now I'm talking myself. Out. I like undo. But I think undo would be the choice that I would make. Mm-hmm. Because there's something about doing the trial and error and like figuring out if you were right and wrong and learning those lessons. Because it's like the old thing. Like if you could go back to 12 years old and know everything you know today, like wouldn't you do it? Mm. Mm. So you're basically kind of like time traveling in a way well, if yeah. you're undoing, right? Or is it just I like, oh, I made a bet. I'm going to undo it. I'm still in the future, but I didn't make the bet. Yeah, you would have to go back. Huh. Weird. Yeah, I like that one. Time travel. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I think copy and paste, you would run out of things. Like after like the ninth G4 Jedi, copy and paste would be like, well, I'm only one person. It's tough, too, because eventually like the IRS is going to be like, where are you getting all these jets, man? (laughs) And you're, like, and you're like, I copy and pasted all this money. <laughs> Where are you getting all this money, dude? Paying See, taxes. I would undo and like invent Amazon. Hmm. I guess how far can you undo? Seems like a lot travel. of work. Uh, undo, you could can, all the way back. No, like can a you, temp head situation, okay. Can you undo like Hitler? <laughs> that's like a little bit. That's but I was before no, I was living. No, it's everything but... that happens now. Okay, we'll say that. All right, because that's like the time travel question. It's like, what would you do if you went back in time besides killing Hitler? Because like everyone would kill Hitler. Yeah, mm. not a good guy. No, <laughs> no. Nice. So I think we're all down. going with undo. Okay, undo. Uh, so let's head over to the movie ranks. So it, this one is from Matt. Matt Lido. Uh, he texted me this the other night, and just so we all know, Johnny wasn't here. He said that he doesn't want just a few words of description. Sorry. Uh, He doesn't want a few words of description, so you go through them and exclaim why you love them. Passion. Sex. So (laughs) do with that what you will. Um, Can I go first? Actually, I'm really excited about my... Go ahead. Uh, I'll go first. So my, (laughs) my first scene that is one of my favorite movie scenes of all time is... Sorry. Oh my God. The Will Ferrell scene in Wedding Crashers. That scene makes me laugh all the time. I used to have the DVD growing up. It was actually my brother's, but I remember like putting in the Xbox 360 and just going to the scene. And particularly the part that gets me every time is when he talks about like, yeah, you know, I just picked this girl up from a funeral because he starts doing funeral crashing. And he's like, He's like, yeah, they were on their honeymoon, and he died uh, parasailing. And it's like, hey, honey, look, look, I'm flying, flying, flying. No, I'm dead. Like, what an idiot. Like, like, that scene, I don't know what it is. It is, like, one of my all-time comedy scenes. It is the all-time comedy scene for me because it is just so funny. It's it cracks ridiculous. me up every time. Yeah. But he's just like, Mom, the me love. Like, I never know what she's doing up there. He's like, you know what? I came in here. You have the skateboard on the floor. You have the cartoons on the TV. I didn't know what I was walking into. Like that whole scene is really funny. Yeah. Um, number. I hope that was enough passion, sex, and love. Uh, number three is going to be the opening scene from Private Ryan, uh, the D-Day scene. Uh, that is, I'm a big World War II buff. I uh, really like that. Uh Fun fact about this scene is they opened up a special premiere for World War II veterans, and they said that about three of the or three fourths of the attendees had to leave during the scene because it was too realistic. Mm. Um, I love battle scenes. This scene, it's just D Day was a really big point in the the war. The movie is really well done. 
Tom Hanks is a stud. All the cast is doing really good when they're bringing up the Bangalores and stuff. So I thought that's a really good scene. Um, number, so good. Number two is going to be the opening scene of the Dark Knight, the bank robbing scene. It's just something about it. I This is definitely a little biased because it's Chicago. Mm-hmm. But it's like the Chicago skyline. You see him going over Madison. You see them already like peering into Lower Wacker where obviously there was a scene later. Um, but just showing like how far the Joker is to go to like do stuff and how wacky he is. And he just like already starts off with it. I thought that was really good. Christopher Nolan, I think, is one of the best directors of our whole lifetime. And he actually created that scene. It was supposed to be something else. And then he rewrote it. Mm. So I thought that was really cool. And then the fact that they like kill off the person doing the job first. Mm-hmm. So they have smaller cuts and then he ends up being the only one to get away. I thought that was really cool. Uh, the number one by far is not even close. It's the battle of Helm's deep two towers, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. This battle gets me every time I've like put this movie in gone straight to this scene. And it always gives me goosebumps when they play the horn and Legolas is like, Oh, that's not orcish. That's elvish. <laughs> and then all the elves come up to Helm's Deep. Yeah. And it's just the rain, him sliding down. Like that into- I think that is the best battle scene in any movie I've ever seen. Hands down. I think that is overall my favorite scene that I've ever seen in my whole life. It set the standard, I think, for a lot of movies and shows after that. Yeah, because you always hear a lot of the um like, oh, this scene is like Helm's Deep, and it never is. Like, if you watch Game of Thrones, they said that, like, the Battle of the Dead was going to be like Helm's Deep. And I was like, eh, why would you even bring that up? Oh, like, yeah. dude, it's just Helm's Deep is just so good. I'm a big Lord of the Rings head, so maybe I'm biased, but I think it is possibly the best, like, cinematic oh, yeah. all-around scene of all time. So that's why I'm going to give that my number one. Okay, yeah, so that was my rank. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you haven't seen any of those scenes, I would highly recommend them. You can find them all on YouTube. So definitely go check those out. Um, Let's go popcorn Johnny. Okay. This is a really hard. I wrote down a lot of scenes, uh, so I'm going to have a lot of shout outs, but I'll start with number four, uh, Django Unchained. uh, The part where (laughs) did nobody bring an extra bag? where they're all getting ready to kill Django and they're all riding horses. I'm saying, oh, that was a, that was a great fucking scene. That My wife that made a- these just for us, <laughs> and you you guys are you so ungrateful. <laughs> With Jonah Hill, that, that was a great scene. I love that. And uh, number three, uh, Pulp Fiction. I shot Marvin in the face. That's one of my favorite ones, man. They're just having a casual conversation in the front seat. And he just shoots this dude in the fucking face and blows his head off. You, you, you got to have an opinion. What do you mean you don't have an opinion? Oh, man, I shot Marvin in the face. You shot Marvin in the face. He, like, turns I'm around. He's like, yo, like, what do you think? And then, yeah. <laughs> Samuel Jackson freaks out. Oh, God. And then uh, number two, I'm going Avengers Infinity War and number one Avengers Endgame. Uh, the final battle scene on both of them. Oh. Um, oh yeah both of them it does have a, an epic final battle scene and i've just been watching those movies since uh, i was a kid so it was really cool to see everything just kind of come together i was never part of the group and we've talked about this before too um going to the theater and like clapping the whole time and yelling and screaming uh so i actually got to just watch it not having to deal with that which is nice um mm-hmm. but uh yeah 
And then a few other ones that I had was Friday, you got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> Good morning, Vietnam. Uh, the first broadcast. Beer, you son of a bitch. The amount of times <laughs> that he woke me up with that. Um, in spring break. That was spring yeah. break. Right. Very inspirational. Spring break, really our senior year. Every single morning, I'd wake up and play Good Morning Vietnam on the, <laughs> on the uh, like my YouTube speakers and blast it throughout the house to wake everybody That's up. That's pretty good. Yeah. And then Monty Python, the uh, the Black Knight scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> just a flesh wound? It's just a scratch. <laughs> I like when he, he has no arms or legs, and he's like, ah, we'll just call it a draw. <laughs> what are you going to do, bleed on me? <laughs> People that say they have they don't like that movie, I'm just like, ah, we can't be friends. Like, yeah, you, just no. might, you just don't have a funny bone. Like I, I find that entire movie funny. Like The fact that you can't find one of it funny. There's like, a even lot just the coconuts it. just yeah. being like, that's, yeah. that's funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> the birds, Fake, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh god! All right, popcorn, Nick. Okay, I I was when I was thinking about this earlier, I was joking. I was like, "Yeah, you're just gonna get a bunch of like late twenties, uh, you know, male American like point of view movies, and they're all kind of like like the guy the ones you guys have already said are all like very similar. Like for example, number four, Pulp Fiction, nice. uh, the overdose scene." Where Mia overdoses Ooh, and they have to take her to uh, his dealer's house and then stab her in the heart with the with the fucking epipen. Adrenaline needle, movie, man. Yeah, adrenaline needle. The whole thing is pretty ridiculous. Um, <laughs> the fact that when he's like, "You didn't read the instructions," <laughs> well, I've never had never had somebody in my house do this. And then they like look at each other with the syringe and they're like, "Yeah, ready, one, and it's two. just a massive needle." <laughs> so so f- fun fact about that scene, apparently, so they didn't want him to to do like him st- actually stabbing her. So what they did was they um, filmed it with him pulling it out of her, and oh, then they genius. and then they did it in reverse. That's uh, actually really cool. Isn't that pretty cool? So that's cool. Fun fact. Uh, number cool. three, Shawshank Redemption, uh, the end scene where. Uh, the Norton is trying to figure out where he is, and he throws the stone at the poster, and it just rolls down the hallway. Oh, yeah, the first yeah. time he rips away the poster, and you're like, "Holy shit, he got out!" Such a great feeling. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that whole movie is phenomenal. A lot of a lot of good scenes. Number two, uh, Interstellar, uh, Christopher Nolan. Um, when they're, have you guys seen Interstellar? Yeah. Um, when they're on the 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 first planet. And they're like, those aren't mountains, those are waves. Oh, and they realize that it's just shit. like massive waves coming at them and they have to get back into the ship and everything. And then they end up Again. being there for like 28 years or something like that, even though it's only an hour. Sorry, a lot of spoilers. No, that was good. That gave me so much anxiety, <laughs> yeah. that whole and scene. Like, that was crazy. Yeah, and then the music swells and everything. Fucking, um, yeah. I really want to um, watch Pulp Fiction and Interstellar. Yeah, <laughs> Interstellar is not on any streaming service I found out this weekend because I really wanted to watch it on Sunday. Christopher Nolan, I think what makes him such a good director is he has a say in all the music and he uses yeah. all the scores to like really build. Yeah, and Hans Zimmer does a lot of the scores yeah. for a lot of his and films he's, he's too. Just, yeah. mm-hmm. He does a, such a good job of like interworking it with yeah. like how you're supposed to feel. Oh, yeah. uh, it's awesome. And then speaking of that, number one, uh, the ending of Inception. 
the whole final scene where they like pulled it off. He gets through security, he goes to see his kids, he spins the top and then he walks away as like the music's playing and everything like that. It's a great song. A uh, great moment. Uh, gives me chills. Just thinking What's your take it. on it? Was it a dream or was it not? Um, I, I don't think it was. I think the point of it though, is that it doesn't matter is that he's, yeah. he's, mm. he's chosen, like he's forgiven himself for what he's done to his wife. And now he's moving on with his kids. I mean, you would hope that it would he'd be like, oh, he forgave himself, but it's still a dream kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like that would kind of suck uh, for like his real life kids. But um, so I like to think that he got out of it. Did Christopher Nolan do Shutter Island? Um, I don't know. That was um, Martin Scorsese, I think. Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, nailed it. There you go. All right, that's my four beer. That's good. Let's hear it. All right, so. Let's do this. So my number four, Gladiator. The scene where Gladiator, Russell Crowe, walks in basically to die. They set up 15 people in there to fight him. And it was like that one scene where he walks in, he's got his like weapon, he's like angry. And he's like talking to the guy before he goes up. He goes, shadows and dust, Maximus, shadows and dust. And he runs up by himself, walks out there, and there's like 15 Gladiators in there. But he like goes one on one and kills every single one of them, and then he yells, "Are you not a detain?" <laughs> and then he whips the sword in the crowd. He's like, "Is that not why you were here?" And I'm like, "I love that scene so much. It's so good. It's oh, like oh no, he throws the he throws the sword at the emperor. Yeah. He doesn't just throw mm-hmm. it into the crowd. He he throws it at him. Yeah, Commodus. it's it's like they're trying to kill him, and he's like, "I'm not fucking dying, bitch." <laughs> like, and it's just like. It's such a badass scene because, like, as a kid, you watch Gladiator and you grow up watching it, and you're like, the badass fight scenes. I'm fast forwarding the fight scenes every single time. But, like, then what? you realize what was actually happening. He's trying to, like, actually start a rebellion with his troops and, like, setting it up. And he's cast to stay alive in the arena so that can happen. And so he's going out there and just killing everybody because he has to. And it's just like this. It's so, <laughs> it's so cool. Why I are love you that. Why making me do this? <laughs> you can see he's like, Whatever, I have to do it. And he's just so good. He just, like, destroys everybody. And it looks so easy. It's just a badass movie. Um, number three, Wet Hot American Summer, the scene where they go to the town. Oh. You guys remember that scene? They're like, all right, we're going to town? Heck yeah. And they all jump in the car. They're like, yeah. And then they go to town. They get to town. And they're like, all right. And they go to, like, the liquor store. And they have, like, someone go in and buy some booze. And then they go and, like, walk over to a drug dealer and get some, like, weed. And they're smoking weed. And oh, then they, no, like. heroin, my guy. And then, <laughs> no, they, they, it's, a, it's a staircase of, <laughs> of drugs that they're doing. And then eventually, at the very end, they're, like, in a house. And they're, like, like, like. Amy Poehler's on the ground, like foam coming out of her mouth, and like, and like they're just laying there, like dying and like coughing and like covered in like soot. And then you see them drive back into camp, like, oh, <laughs> oh, I always love going to town, even if it was only an hour. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that movie it's is so underrated. Good. Yeah, the movie's got about everything. all of them. Well, How American Summer is probably my top five movies, just because it's wow. it's just it's. Funny for what it is, and there's so many studs in it right before they got big. So, like, it's it's huge. Uh, that's a good one. And then number two, Rush Hour 2. I have to get a Rush oh, Hour 2. Oh, shit, here. man. I forgot about that one. Damn. My favorite scene in Rush Hour 2, and I had to decide between buying the clothes, you know, where he goes, buttercream, buttercream, I could put a dead animal on you. Like, stuff like that. But my favorite scene is when Chris Tucker goes to the massage parlor, and they open the doors, and all the girls are there, and he goes, oh, my. He's like, oh my! 
He goes, I want you and you. And then like one girl waves at him. Oh, definitely. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's got like he's got like six girls, and they go and then like they go and fight Ricky Tan like right after. Isn't it the <laughs> isn't it the next scene is the which one of y'all kicked me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's he like gets thrown in the girls like don't worry they're very bad men and they get punched in the face like. <laughs> Uh, I, there's so many good scenes in Rush Hour 2. It's hard to like pick a really good one that like really jumps out, but I think that one's like that's a incredible. Good one. And then my number one, it's funny you guys are talking about Pulp Fiction every single one. My number one, my absolute favorite movie of all time is Pulp Fiction, so I had to have it be number one. It's a really underrated scene. It's really small, but it's a little back and forth that they have. It's the scene when they're sitting at the diner right oh, before yeah. the dude's about to rob it. And so they're sitting there having breakfast, right? They just had a shitty-ass day. They're, like, sitting in, like, that dude's clothes, and he's got, like, really short shorts on. They're just having breakfast. And they're, like, sitting there. He goes, yo, man, you want some bacon? He goes, nah, man, nah, I don't eat pork. He's like, what? You don't dig on swine? Goes, nah, I just don't dig on swine. That's all. And he goes, well, why? He goes, well, pigs are filthy animals, and I don't eat filthy animals. And he goes, really? So, and he goes, Pigs don't have any respect for their own feces. And, you know, I can't eat something that has, doesn't have respect for their own feces. And then Vincent goes, what about a dog? Dog <laughs> eats his own shit. It's like, would you say a dog doesn't have, uh, dogs not, would you say a dog's not a filthy animal? He goes, well, a dog. He goes, but a dog, you know, a dog's got personality. And personality <laughs> go, goes a long way. He goes, so by that rationale, if a pig had a really good personality, it would cease to be filthy. And the guy goes, well, it had to be some really charming motherfucking pig. And like, and that's my absolute favorite That's a great one, man. Yeah. In the whole movie. And yeah, it's. I think I, you got it word for word. That was really I, good, man. I got really good. close. There's like good. some pauses in there, but. That was good. You did the script yeah. version where you just read it. That was yeah. great, man. Yeah. I loved it. Beer, I'm glad that you brought up Wet Out American Summer. So it was almost taken over my Wedding Crashers one. And it's the scene where he goes and talks to the, the counselor, goes and talks to the scientist. And was like, oh, my God, you're a scientist. Like, the kids would love for you to, you know, come and teach me. He's like, no, you know, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. And then she keeps asking him at the end. He's like, oh, no. I said no. <laughs> that, that gets me every time. Um. All right, that was a phenomenal episode. Uh, that was a great rake, Matt. Uh, like we said, you know, Thanks, send Matt. us the ranks and we will do them for you. That was a really good one. Thank you guys very much for listening. Um, please uh, keep spreading the word of mouth. It's really cool that other people get to hear us and, um, you know, be safe. And we'll talk to you next week.